Welcome to Talk with Toast. It's your host, Toast, and today we're going to be talking about wanting to be something you're not, or more like someone you're not, as well as just like the feeling of loneliness. Because if anything, I've been feeling kind of lonely in different aspects these days, and you know, I think there really isn't a clear cure to loneliness because. Again, even if you're with people at times, you you can still feel lonely, and loneliness is so much more than just being around people. It's about being heard, being seen. But with that all being said, let's get into it. So I already opened up this episode with the idea of wanting to be someone else, and this can be in multiple ways. For example. If you're dissatisfied with your appearance, you may want to be someone else who has a better appearance, or even with your own other insecurities, whether that be your grades. Like you want to, may want to be a different person, and that person doesn't have to be an actual person. It can just be an alternate version of yourself you strive to. And you know, setting up goals and ambitions is never a bad thing. But when is there a point where? Your ambitions aren't even a part of you anymore, and they're some sort of fictional aspiration that is inachievable because it's fiction.、Um, and you know, that's something I've struggled with you know, for a good while now because a lot of the times I want to strive to attain things that, by reality standards, is not possible anytime soon. And I don't necessarily have the answer. For this feeling, other than I've come to just also accept my own limits and restrictions, whether that be related to school or other sort of restrictions, whether that be in life and those friends we make and the access we have to other things, part of this. Feeling is just accepting what's in your reality and what's in your reach, and what can you make with the tools you have right in front of you. So, that was a very quick and conclusive talk there. And then the other stuff relating to wanting to be her or them or him or insert pronoun.、Um, sometimes you want to be another person for a bit more of a selfish reason. Maybe you want to feel the success or love of some that someone else receives, rather than seeking that out for yourself or in an alternate method. Um, God, this is gonna be an awful episode, <laughs> but I know for myself these days I've been feeling awfully lonely in multiple ways. Um, both with people and just the idea and feeling of being loved. You know our love and how we interpret and receive it is a direct result for the love we re- from the love we receive as a child. Oftentimes, people who've grown up in loving loving families have a larger difference in perception in love. There's a good psych to go video on it about this on YouTube,、um, but essentially, what I'm trying to get at, maybe with my own example, it may be easier. I never experienced any direct or sincere amount of love as a kid. So, to me, the idea of love is rather foreign. 
in my own experience, and my only exposure to it is through media. And in a way, it's part of me is having to accept that this is fiction. It is nothing more than that. And this sort of stuff, while to some extent can exist within realms of reality, oftentimes isn't as pristine. Um, it's like almost cloudy, um, you know how when it fogs up, <laughs> yeah, that's sorry, fogged up glass. It exists, yes, but it's very cloudy and not as clear as the movies bring it to seem. So I was just like thinking about that lately, and I was just like, oh god, wouldn't it be nice to have that movie sort of love? And this actually pertains to a Mitski lyric. Oh my god, it's so funny bringing up Mitski right now. But if you listen to Nobody by Mitski, which is a very good song, by the way, I've cried to it a lot of times. Um, <laughs> there's a lyric, it's like, give me one good honest kiss and give me one good movie kiss. And, you know, there's a very clear distinction between the two. A movie kiss is passionate, dramatic, and has a sort of build-up to it, while an honest kiss may not be as romanticized. And she has almost a craving and desire for both. Um, and then I can, I can really just break down the song, but um, in brief, I kind of relate to that sentiment a bit. I want... I feel like even these days with my loneliness, I I want both an honest and movie sort of affection um, that just isn't my way yet. And it's okay, um, you know, to combat loneliness and that being from the lack and absence of love or appreciation or my socialization with other people. I've been kind of hermit these days. I've been trying to kind of invest more time in things like my coursework or other pseudo-productive things that may benefit me a bit more in the long term. And it doesn't necessarily cure the loneliness, but it serves as an ample enough distraction from the emotion for me to just find a bit of peace. I'm so sorry if you can hear the fire alarm, by the way, it's driving me insane too, but I don't have batteries and it's, it's not too good. Although, I did kind of rediscover romance, um, like, as a genre lately. I haven't watched it in a long time. So this includes things like movies, shows, even anime. And it's been putting me very down bad. Um, um, Both in the sense that, wow, very pretty characters. And that I feel kind of, um, (laughs) feel kind of sad that my high school experience isn't like the ones I see in these shows because they do seem exciting while they have their own respective negatives whether that be the lack of maturity getting to the leads and they end up with some sort of error in their relationship um, interpret that as you will (laughs) or anything else let me I lost my train of thought I'm so sorry are, but yeah, but they're highly romanticized, and even despite the flaws and issues of these young, impressionable leads, you can't help but want to take part um, in just enjoy the cluelessness and recklessness that comes with 
liking someone so much. Actually, okay, I feel weird for opening up about this, um, anything but the podcast. Uh, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna journal about this later, but while I have the words for you, I might as well. Um, recently, I kind of fell out of liking someone. I don't hate them, don't get me wrong, or dislike them in any way, but I don't seem to like them as much as I did like a few months ago. Um, it's rather odd to me. Because um, I used to be very able, very able to reply to this, re- like things like that, like reply fast and look forward to those replies. Or want to give my absolute fullest attention. But now I'm kind of more on the sly. And I'm so sorry if this sounds so off putting. Like, I always try to give my best attention, like my fullest attention. But there are some times where, like, I will prioritize that, like, make sure, and I won't slack. So that's what I'm trying to refer to here. But these days, I don't really feel that way towards that person anymore. I still love and appreciate and respect them as a friend, but that... Okay, I'm trying to find an analogy for this that isn't, like, cheesy and kind of gross. Um, But I guess I don't feel that sort of spark anymore, and... I'm kind of sad, if I'm honest, because I really want that sort of spark. And I do feel it with other people still, like, there's one person, I can't get enough of their talking. Or like, um, or this other person, she's a really good friend of mine. And I was able to call with her the other day, and I don't know why, but it made me so happy to see her face and see her, like, light up and smile about just talking about the show we were both watching with me it was really sweet um but there's some people who i don't feel that way for and i can't give my utmost towards and it makes me kind of sad because i feel like all the people i know are deserving of such a friend that can always give them their full and it's making me kind of feel a bit more of a worse person because it's like how come i'm being selective whether i want to or not about who i choose to give my attention to or whose attention or where i direct my attention to first it's really confusing oh, that fell and hopefully that wasn't too loud um but also like i'm kind of indulging in this sort of feeling a bit more but um just loving people for who they are and just like they're them existing um this is so geeky but there's just some people like seeing them talk hearing them talk or even spending like moments of silence with them it makes me so happy like inexplicably happy i can't i'm smiling right now because i'm thinking about a few people and (sighs) there's some people like of course more than others um but there's like this one person I feel just really happy around all the time and it really I'm really grateful to be able to experience that sort of happiness um and share time with them and I think this comes to the next thing I kind of sort of wanted to mention of but it's been on my mind lately a bit too um maybe you guys have been thinking about it as well but this pandemic and once it ends where do we go back to? Are we returning back to our old lives or 
are we starting afresh and new with new hopes, dreams, and aspirations? I can't really answer that, and I'd like for everyone to hopefully think of it as a new start because a return is definitely not possible, even in its more literal sense that in a now post-COVID world, definitely people are going to be acting differently, but also how have you mentally evolved and changed and what are how are your perspectives and perceptions um doing because i know for me when i was back in school pre-covid i wasn't doing too well and i've been in a sort of fear that what if me going back is a return to not doing well anymore and i'm not doing great now but like um the time and place i was in that moment in particular was even more awful so that was the sort of concern and fear that I had at that moment. But now that the days are approaching and on late August, I'm going to return back to school, I'm feeling a bit more relieved. Um, but at the same time, I feel that I'm going to miss what I've kind of created for myself throughout the pandemic and that's been meeting a lot of lovely people who I may not get to keep in contact with as much and I know a few other people going through the same sort of realization that the closing of this pandemic and a return to normalcy means a goodbye to what you've created now you've created this lovely garden and now it's time to say goodbye uh, and well, that itself is very, very sad. Um, it's strongly... Wait, sorry, that was a weird word, cheap word choice. It's really hard to say goodbye. It's hard to say goodbye to someone or something or a memory that you love. Or, well, it's about to become a memory, right? Um, but, you know, again, think of it as a new start. Part of wishing goodbye is also wishing hello. Hello to new things and new changes and experiences that one day too will become memories. But the great thing about memories is that you can treasure them and enjoy them and love them. Love them as much as the people you love now or the things you love now. Nothing is a permanent goodbye either in this world, right? You can always revisit and reconnect re um, with people um, if they... so will so allow but returning to what you have now not so much of a easy thing to do and rather impossible and at least for me i like to think of this as only much more reason to reason to treasure now even more right we always hear live in the present moment treasure the present moment and to a point where it's overly done and kind of cheesy but it's really true. Um, you have to live in the now and enjoy the present because the present will always pass you by otherwise. And by not doing that, you ruin your present moments and ruining ruin your past. I feel like I'm rambling a bit today, but I'm, I'm glad I could talk about this today on the podcast. Um, I also did want to talk, go back to just loving people a bit more. I feel like I gush about people so much on this podcast, but only rightfully so. But it's such a nice feeling just to just to have someone that 
you want to hear everything from you when you hear how their day was you want to hear everything um and in a way i thought i was almost tolerating these people um but if anything um that sort of tolerance became more willing and not tolerance but eagerness to just spend time with them and that makes me happy and anything it makes me the slightest bit more relieved too um relieved that i get to wake up every day at least for now and know that i get to enjoy someone's company even the slightest bit and like it's so goddamn cheesy but like like it's like I think, I don't know if I talked about this here with someone else, but it's like looking through a camera lens. And you know how sometimes when you look through the camera, everything is a bit more beautiful. Um, well, maybe not your phone camera, but like an actual camera because, you know, of cool effects. Or maybe even a filter, if that helps provide for a better analogy. And it's kind of like that. I'm looking at these simple things with this sort of filter across them, and I'm just like, Wow. This is really amazing, and it makes me inexplicably happy just to have that chance. Anyways, I think I'm running out of things to talk about, and this is a nice 17 minutes. I'm surprised that this is 17 minutes. I do not remember talking for this long, but um, it was nice talking to you. It's your host, Toast, calling it a night, and hopefully the fire alarm wasn't too annoying. Uh, I should probably should have fixed it before recording, but, um, you know, these episodes are impulsive, right? So I could only do record this while I had the chance and the thoughts on my head. But with that being said, hopefully you have a nice night and see you next time.